The New Grad Physio podcast is hosted by Andy Barker, consultant MSK and sports physiotherapist, private practice owner and the founder of The New Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked in his dream role at the Leeds Rhinos as the head of physio and rehab, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes and within professional rugby, football and dance whilst running his own group of private practice clinics. He started the new grad physio to help student and new grad therapists just like you overcome the specific challenges you face at the start of your therapy career, helping you to dodge the common pitfalls that can cause confusion and overwhelm with your clinical practice and stop you getting the patient results and the jobs or promotions you deserve. This podcast will deliver you actionable advice, will help you make sense of your patient assessments, reason your treatments, and patient rehab to get results well beyond your level of experience. You will also discover what you need to do to open doors, to create opportunities for yourself, so you can enjoy the best possible start to life as a new grad physio. So, let's get started. Hey, it's Andy Barker here and welcome to this special episode of the New Grad Physio Podcast. So I'm going to talk about neck pain and we'll talk about ruling out serious injury at the neck. So I had actually a patient in the clinic, it would be in a couple of weeks ago now, who who had some quite severe um, neck pain symptoms. And the reason I bring this case study up is... If I think back to my days as a new grad when I sort of first started out, or even you know when I was back on you know placements during my studies, if this kind of patient had walked in my you know, my clinic door, if I had to assess this type of patient and they told me the type of symptoms that they had, I think I would have slid down my chair literally in the in the clinic room. I'd have been so sort of built up with, I guess, fear and apprehension and uncertainty about how to actually manage this type of patient, you know, it, it would have been absolutely unreal. And so to give you a bit of context, this patient had been involved in, in quite a quite a nasty car accident. She was the passenger in a car, it was hit from the back, and she suffered a, a pretty bad whiplash style injury. And she had some quite severe symptoms into her upper back, into her left shoulder and also her neck and she had these neural symptoms she had weakness and she also actually had a at the time a heavy concussion so six weeks on um we caught up for the first time she had her first appointment in the in the sort of clinic and the concussion had settled which with a little bit of rest but her other symptoms in terms of her mid-back her left shoulder and her neck were not getting much better. So we were six weeks on, but symptoms were not improving. This type of injury clearly is not great. She's been involved in, in a pretty pretty nasty car accident and she got some quite severe symptoms, you know, these, these neural symptoms, pins and needles, numbness, weakness, which again is is not great. Um, but this is a type of, of injury that would 100% have got my head in a spin as a new grad. She's got some red flag symptoms for sure. You know, the neural symptoms, the weakness, you know, is something 
potentially to be worried about, right? You know, that, that sort of, you know, that sort of makes sense. We, you know, we taught a way to, to screen our patients, to use our red flag questions, and she's got some of these, you know, some of these red flags that we that we sometimes worry about. And I guess to to paint the picture, if I went back 10, 11, 12 years for first starting out, I would be absolutely worried about a patient like this. I would be worried that I'm actually going to make them worse with my testing, with my treatments, potentially with my rehab. And, you know, probably above all that, I'd be more worried about whether this patient is actually in the right place. Am I actually okay to actually assess them? You know, what I was probably lacking back then was the skills and the knowledge to actually make the right decision as to whether or not I could assess them, I could treat them, I could do rehab with them, or did I need to actually refer them on for, you know, for more specialist or, or emergency care? The big thing that sort of changed, I guess, my mindset in terms of dealing with uh, neck injuries per se was when I actually started to realise that, you know, nine out of ten patients don't have a sinister neck injury. And even those with, you know, referred pain, things like pins and needles, numbness, muscle weakness, like this patient that walked in my clinic, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, these symptoms are red flag symptoms and they used to sort of fill me with dread. But what I've learned over the years is that if you've got a simple, safe, structured assessment, you can rule out serious pathology. You can make big changes to patient symptoms safely and also quickly. Key to this is knowing your, first and foremost, your red flag questions. But not only knowing what these questions are and, I guess, rope learning them and rattling them off with your patients, but also what is key is the understanding, your understanding about what the answers actually mean. So when a patient does answer yes to one of your questions, what does that mean? What additional questions might you actually need to ask? And what do the answers to those questions actually mean? Because that is going to you know, help you decide the right course of action that you may need to take or not need to take with that particular patient. All too often, what I see with students and new grads alike is that you'll rattle through these questions, you'll rope learn them, you know them off by heart, which is, which is great. You need to know these questions and we need to ask patients with neck pain these questions. But what happens is you get stumped when a patient actually says yes to any of these questions. What you were sort of taught is that these are the questions. If a patient answers no to these questions, you're okay. Just carry on your you know, neck assessment as normal. If they answer yes to any of these questions, they've got a red flag, send them to A&E. And it's almost as, as black and white as that. But what you will know if you've seen neck pain patients in the real world, in clinics, in departments, you know, athletes that you might have worked with, a lot of them have these types of symptoms, which on paper are red flag symptoms, but they don't all need sending to A and E. So what it does mean though, if your patient does give you a positive answer to these types of questions, that you need to investigate further. We need to find more information. You need to be clear about what symptoms they actually have and to be able you know, to take all that information together to make the best call as to what is the best course of action with that particular patient. But the, one of the key things that you need to understand is that the presence of a red flag does not mean 
you have to dial 999 and send your patient immediately to A&E. And probably 99 out of 100 cases, you know, this is this is true. The, the neck itself is obviously part of the spine and, and, and your, I guess, your management of neck injuries is not that different to any other spinal injury that you might be uh, assessing. And clearly, first and foremost, we need to rule out any sinister pathology before you actually move on to your to your treatments and rehab. So knowing those red flag questions is clearly key to ensure you, that you don't let something you know something serious potentially slip through the net. But what also is key is then using the correct objective tests, which might include sensation testing or dermatome testing, myotome testing, which is your muscle testing, or potentially a reflex test that you might use to investigate your suspicions and to investigate your patient's symptoms further. For the neck and upper limb, you might also include things like vertebral artery dysfunction testing, you might include upper limb tension testing, if your symptoms, your patient, sorry, storing symptoms indicate the presence of these types of problems. So what it is, is about getting all the information you need to, to make the right call, to be safe and to ensure you use the right treatment techniques and the right rehab exercises with your patient. It doesn't necessarily mean rope learning, red flag questions. If they answer yes, you know, driving them 100 mile an hour down, down to Wayne, you know, you're in the local A department are probably going to become quite unhappy with you quite quickly if, if that's what you're doing with all your patients. But it's about using these techniques, using these methods, like your red flag questions, like your objective testing as ways to, to test, to get the information out of your patient. Clearly the red flag questions uh, and things like that form part of your subjective assessment, your dermatome, myotome, reflex testing can form part of your objective testing alongside other things, you know, other additional neck and, you know, tension tests, things, special tests that you might do again for injuries in around this area. It's about you collating all the information you need from your patient, from both the subjective and the objective assessment to be able to make the right call with your patient to be safe, but to give you the confidence in, in what you're doing to ensure that your patient is in the right place. And, you know, have the, the confidence if you've gone through this process, if you've got a solid structured assessment that your patient is safe to treat that they are safe to, to do the treatment techniques you want to use and are safe to, to do rehab because ultimately that's what patients often need to be able to you know to get out of pain and to get back to the level of function that they want to get back to. So I hope this helps. Hope you've taken some information away from this podcast episode. I appreciate this is an area that a lot of therapists really struggle with, particularly treating spinal pain, whether that's the neck, you know, thoracic spine, lumbar spine, um, again, very, very similar. And things like red flags and ruling out sinister injuries is something that you might feel you maybe need some more help with. Um, if you do, just let me know. You know, I can walk you through the exact way that I assess injuries like this, the exact questions that I use, the tests I commonly use with both neck thoracic and low back pain patients so you, you know you're sure and you're confident that you're asking the right questions and doing the the right sort of test so you don't have that worry and fear that you might be missing something serious and you can have that sort of clarity and confidence that you're actually you know doing good by your patient you're actually going to help them and actually make their symptoms 
were. So if you'd like some help, then please just reach out to me. You can email me at andy at newgraphysio.com. Just send me the words red flag and I'll get back to you with some help. If you prefer social media, um, again, reach out to me to me there. I am at newgraphysio on both Instagram and Facebook. I'm Andy Barker on LinkedIn. So literally just send me the words red flag and I'll get right back to you with some help. So finally, thanks again for your time, for your attention and for tuning into the New Grad Physio podcast. Hope you find it helpful. Again, reach out to me if you'd like some additional help and support. If not, I'll catch you on the next episode of the New Grad Physio podcast. So finally, have a great day, whatever you've got planned, and I'll speak to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to the New Grad Physio podcast. Before you head off, I just wanted to make sure you did not miss this. Alongside his podcast, Andy posts a weekly blog on his website, www.newgradphysio.com. You can access all his blogs and loads more resources like his recent PDF, The 5 Breakthrough Steps to Confidently Treat the Shoulder Right Every Time, Avoid Mistakes and Stop You Feeling Less Adequate Than Other New Grads. This is Andy's most popular resource and has already been accessed by thousands of therapists just like you. To get a copy of this PDF or to get more information about Andy's upcoming courses or find out more about his new grad physio membership, head to www.newgradphysio.com. Have a great day and we will catch you on the next podcast episode.